If you have your Bibles, open your Bible to Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Psalm 34. And I want to read um, I want to read verse 8. I want to deal with verse 8 today. Look what he says. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man that takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. Watch this now. For those who fear him, watch this now, watch this now. There is no wants, amen, or there's no want. I'm going to say it one more time. Oh, taste and see. That the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For to those who fear him, there is no want. May I ask you a question this morning? Do you have any wants in your life? I want to talk about this morning, I tried him for myself. I want to talk about this morning, I've tried him for myself. Amen. Turn to your name and say, I tried them for myself. One of the things I know about, about life, one of the things I know about good things is that when someone has encountered something good, they like to share it. Uh, you may have shopped or ate at a restaurant, amen, that you felt was really, really, really good. And you recommended it to somebody, amen. You may have bought some clothes or some designer purses or some designer jeans or a designer suit or something like that, amen. And you have tried it for yourself. Amen. And for some reason, you wanted somebody else to know about it. I'll never forget when the Patty LaBelle pie came out. Amen. Uh, Patty LaBelle had a marketing strategy. She put the she she marketed the pie to diabetics. Amen. She put it out there, but did not really advertise because most of the sales that came from Patty LaBelle's pie came from word of mouth. I wish I had somebody. You see, you see, here's what I'm here's where I'm trying to go this morning. I, I'm trying to go here to let you know that some of us are still not convinced that the Lord is good. Amen. Some of us still, amen, are not truly convinced that if I give, God is going to bless. Some of us are not really convinced that. If I trust the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding, that God is going to make a way out of nowhere. Well, today our writer is, is, is David. And David, who's been on the run, amen, for a long time. He was anointed king, but not yet appointed king. Amen. It's amazing how he had all the credentials and he had all of the, all of the things that came along, the anointing that came with with, with the office, but yet he was not enjoying any of it. Why? 
because he was a man on the run. This particular psalm is written at the point where David had to go to the enemy's camp and he had to pretend like he was a madman. He had to act like a crazy man for them to bring him into the camp. Amen. They thought he had lost his mind. I wish I had somebody. Every now and then we got a front before certain people for safety. I wish I had somebody. Amen. And David now has found himself in a situation whereas he was supposed to be fighting the enemy. Here he is joining the enemy. If you, if you know the story, you'll find out that David was even willing to go to battle with the enemy against his own people. You see, sometimes predicaments in life will cause you to make choices. I wish I had somebody. But I thank God for David. I thank God for David's testimony. That David is testifying to us, amen, that, that God, even in the midst of all that he had been through, David said, listen, I'm not going to give up on God. I'm trying to help somebody today. I'm trying to help somebody to let you know that I've tried God. I've tried him for myself, amen. And not only did I try him for myself, but, but here's what I know about God. God is faithful to his promises. God is, God is faithful, and no matter what it may look like at times, you and I have to come to a place where you can't go on my testimony. You got to try him for yourself. David said in verse one, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Can you imagine, can you imagine having that attitude in the midst of a struggle, in the midst of, of hiding, in the midst of running, in the midst of not having everything you, you need in life, being, being displaced, being in discomfort, yet David still says, look what he says. He says, I will bless the Lord. At all times, watch this, his praise shall be, continue to be in my mouth. Let me ask you a question. What stops your praise? May I ask you a question? What stops, see, when you've tasted him and when you've tried him for yourself, your praise doesn't stop because of your predicaments. Are you with me? Amen. David said, my soul would make its boast in the Lord. The humble would hear it and rejoice. Verse 3, he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name, what, forever. David is telling us something. David is telling us that our attitude in the midst of our circumstance should be based on what you've already experienced with God. Are you with me? Some of us are still looking for evidence, and God says, you've tasted me. I'm going to get there in a minute. Watch this. Verse four, he says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. David said, I'm going to keep praising him. You know why? Because even though I'm in my predicament, I know that God is going to show up in my situation eventually. See, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get tired of waiting for him. I'm not going to get tired of trusting him. I'm going to hold on because God will deliver you and I from our fears. It's the things that we fear the most in life that causes us, amen, to abandon God in the midst of our circumstance. David said, David said, David said in verse 6, he said, this poor man cried and the Lord what? Heard. 
Not only did God, not only did God deliver, but God heard. And then when he says, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all. Listen, watch this. David had not yet been delivered, but he was praising God. Watch this. He was pre-praising because he tried him for himself. May I ask you a question? Have you tried him for yourself? Now, I'm not talking about this superficial stuff. I'm talking about you've tried him. Pastor, I've tried him for myself. I know what you're saying this morning, but I, I've tried him for myself. Watch this. He says, the Lord saved him out of all his troubles. Watch verse 7. He said, the angel of the Lord encamps. Oh, I wish I had somebody. He says, not only did God save him, but God sent him divine protection. God says he sent him divine protection. Watch this. Watch this. You may be in a circumstance this morning. You may be in a situation this morning. You may be in a predicament this morning. But I want to tell you right now, the angels of God are watching over you. God provides, he protects, he promotes. Come on, somebody, and all you got to do is praise him. That's the first part of the song. But here we come to verse 8. And so I've tried him for myself. So what, what's the first thing I want to show you? First thing I want to say to you, in order for you to try him, in order for you to know what I know or experience what others are experiencing, ready? First thing, you have to try him for yourself. You have to try him. First thing, you have to what? Try him. He says, oh, taste and see. You have to try it. In other words, you have to step out on faith when it comes to God. You have to try it. Amen. Are you with me? You see, you see, oftentimes uh, people are skeptical of God because they want evidence, because they, they can't scientifically explain a miracle. Are you with me? When I look at my life, when I look at what God and where God has brought me from and how God has brought me through, I've tried it. And you have to try it by faith. I meant to say that. Try him by faith. Try him by faith. Amen. 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 Watch this now. Watch this. He says, oh, taste. And that was the old part. Taste and see that the Lord is what? Good. The second thing you got to do, you got to take the taste test. <laughs> you have to sample him. You have to taste it. You have to, you see, when, what, why did the, why did the writer use the imagery of a taste test? Mm. Because, because watch this, when you, when you, when you put, when you take a, 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 a piece of cake and you put it in your mouth, your tongue is programmed to recognize the taste. You know the difference from, uh, come on, somebody. Chocolate 
You, you know the difference from vanilla? Come on, somebody. Your, your tongue is so intelligent. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. And what God is saying, there's nothing that you'll ever taste in your life like me that will ever, watch this, that will ever put you in a place where you can feel like, man, this is good. David said, oh, taste and taste and what? Taste and see. So not only, not only will you taste God, but the evidence will come by what you see after you taste him. The evidence of a blessed life, the evidence that God has turned it around for you, you will start seeing. See, here's the thing. Here's how you know whether you've taken the taste test. Watch this, because you're not seeing nothing. See? A lot of us, we feed on negativity. Come on, somebody. We, we feed on negativity. We, we taste negativity. We, we keep talking negative. We, I've been talking to you about this. Watch this. Watch this, though. Watch this. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So what he tells me in the text is that from the taste test, he, he concludes that it's good. <laughs> Now, now, I would say great, but David said, God is good. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this now. He says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So you got to try. You got to taste. But the third thing, and I'm going to sit down somewhere. He says, how blessed is the man or woman? who takes refuge in him. Are you with me? Who takes what? Who takes what? Refuge. Now, let me ask this question. David now, let's get the background, is on the run. He's hiding in the enemy's camp, acting like a crazy man. But yet he says, man, I tasted God. He's good. He's got angels in camp around me. I cried out to him. He delivered me from all my troubles. Come on, everybody. Come on now. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continue to be in my mouth, even in my situation. But then he says something that's so interesting. He says, after I've tasted him, I realized something. That if I take my refuge in him, if I find, see, David was not looking for protection from Abimelech. David was understanding that his protection really was coming from God. Why? Because he tried him for himself. My last point. You ready? You got to try, you got to taste. But the last thing you got to do is you got to trust. You got to trust. Listen. Your bank account is not trust. <laughs> your job security is not trust. Come on, somebody. Your 401 and 501 and 601 and 701 
it's not trust. You ever notice? You ever notice that it always goes down? <laughs> and here's the thing: when you put your trust in anything other than God, you won't find safety. That's why people are all you see so many people today on all of these different drugs, psychotropic drugs for anxiety and all this other. Why? Because they don't have a trust. They don't have a refuge. They don't have a place of protection. This word, this word, he says, how blessed is the man. See, I thought blessings came from things. I thought because I have these things that I'm blessed. No, but when you have the protection of God, that's what that word means. But that word means also, that word means hope. I have blessings. And my blessings equate to the fact that I'm protected, but I have hope. But watch this. The word means to trust. To trust. May I ask you a question today? Have you found refuge in him? I know you've tasted him. Some of you have tasted him, but you don't trust him. Some of you have tasted him for a minute, but then... Watch this. Your taste buds went away. Mm. You lost your appetite for the Lord. So may I ask you today, have you tried them for yourself? Amen. I'm done with that. Have a good day. Amen. Now listen, if you need prayer this morning, <clears throat> uh, Maybe you're trying to figure out what I figured out. <laughs> Amen. Maybe you're on the run. And God says, Amen. If you bless me at all times, Amen. And if you and if you keep that praise on your lips, Amen. Watch this. Watch this. I'll show you how good I am. But see, I want, I want to say, I want to ask this question this morning. Do you have the testimony of David? Where you could say, oh, see, one thing I found out about Paul, when Paul tasted the Lord on the road to Damascus, it wasn't a buffet, you know. Ah, no, 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 no. Paul's encounter with God came through persecution. David's encounter with God came through persecution. My encounter with God came through persecution. So, so quit looking for that God that doesn't exist in the Bible. Because it's in your adversity, it's in your trials, where you get to taste him. And you get to take that taste test. And then you can see, man, God is good. I love what it says in verse 9. I said I was closing. He says, oh, fear the Lord. I got 17 minutes. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. Notice he classifies us as saints. Watch this now. For those who fear him, let me deal with that. Let me, let me just hang, hang up on that right quick. For those who fear the Lord, there's no want. Can you imagine living a life with no want? Look, watch this, watch this. 
No want of security, no want of uh, substance, no want of emotional, uh, you know, wh whatever, you know, no, no, I mean, absolute. Can you imagine living? Even a billionaire has wants. Think about that. But his saints who fear him, who reverence him, who tried him for themselves, will have no wants. Lord, I'm living now with no wants. Now, watch this. It's God is so amazing. L listen what David said. David didn't, you know, notice what David said? You got to check what David said. What did David say? He didn't say needs, did he? You know why? Because in Psalm 23, he says, the Lord is my, I shall not. Hey, David is testifying. David understood something about people. We have needs, but our wants sometimes outweigh our needs. But our needs really is the luxury things that we want. Hello, somebody. The lavish things that we want. The things in addition to our needs. And David classified twice. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then he says here, the one who fear the Lord shall have no want. I'm trying to help somebody. You got to try them. Listen, I can I can talk to you. I can call you. I can tell you what you need, what you need to do. This is what you need to do. You need to give. You need to pray. You, no, 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 no. I, I ain't doing that. Until you until you are convinced that God is good, and you've tasted Him for yourself, it won't work. So don't hate on me. Because I got little wants that God gave me. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. For real, though. For real, though. Amen. That's Ebonics. For real, though. You're wondering where he getting all that from. I'm getting my wants. Why? Because I fear him. Because I trust him. Because I've tried him. Because I've tasted it. And so I encourage you today. Lift your head. God's going to take care of your needs. Here's what your needs are. Food, clothing, and, sh food, clothing, and shelter. That's your needs. Now stop making a list of your wants right quick. Go on and start making your... I, I want some things. But I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell him. Matter of fact, I don't even need to tell him. You know why? Because if you fear him, he'll just give it to you. And some of you have been trying and trying and trying and trying. Some of you got more than you need. Matter of fact, some of you got so much, but it didn't come from the Lord, see? So you ain't going to keep it. Hello, somebody. Because he ain't benefiting from it. I want the Lord to benefit from my whole life, not just me showing up saying amen on Sunday. No, no, no. I want him to, I want him to benefit from my whole life. 
my mind, my words, my, my substance, everything, my home, my children, everyone that's connected with me my whole life because everything I need and want, it came from him. God bless you.